0: Welcome to another episode of the Getting Things Done podcast from GTD Nordic. I'm Morten Røvik, and I'm here with my friend and colleague Lars Rotskil Hendrickson.
1: Hi, Lars. Hi, Morten. Good to be back after the summer break, and looking forward to doing another episode for our listeners. Me too. If you are new to this podcast, I'd to share our thoughts and tips to support you in using the GTD methodology so you can become an even better gtd getting a clearer mind, more easily stay present with whatever you're doing at work or at home. And we really hope that you find these episodes valuable and, and thanks to all the, those of you who, who email us about how you how you benefit from these episodes. Um, and if you're new to these, or if you just want to refresher on the basics of GTD, we recommend that you go back and listen through episodes one through
0: six. Good. Today we have uh, some listener questions we will answer and uh, Lars, what, what are the questions?
1: so i have noted two questions one that we got via email uh, on the podcast at gtdnordic.dk. you can find that in the show notes if you have any questions uh, we'd love to hear from you so one from there one from kenneth and one that i grabbed from the uh, gtd masterminds denmark forum on facebook so that's a, a form for for danish speaking uh, GTDers. Uh, i grabbed one in there because i thought it was Rather interesting as well, and I think that uh, more people would, would benefit uh, if we if we walk through and and, and uh, explain how we would uh, approach those things. So the first one is uh, from uh, Kenneth, who emailed us, and, and his question was, uh, in, in short, how do you know when you have too much on your plate? How do you know when you've taken on too much work? Um, and does GCD say anything about saying no to, to more tasks? So that's the question from Kenneth. How would uh, you respond to Kenneth one?
0: And well, the the answer is uh, yes, GTD says something about how to avoid overload and that's what it's all about actually is that GTD is about avoiding feeling overwhelmed and you feel good about what you say yes to what you would, uh, sorry, what you say yes to. And and to get, um, my my take on this would be get in touch first with what is important to you. So, you know, this uh, hidden little gem that some people who learn GDD don't know about is called Horizons to Focus. Uh, that is a tool that you can map out your what's important to you. What's your values? What's your purpose of life? What's, uh, what is um, uh, your per- uh, perceived life purpose? And then what's the vision for your life? What you want to do with your life? And what's your long-term goals? And uh, uh, what's your areas of responsibility and then your project and then your next actions. It's a model to show the relationship between these different horizons that we, uh, everybody, even though you don't know this, you you move through these uh, horizons of focus uh, all the time. Uh, you look at your calendar and you see what's on your plate for today and then you look at out the window and you start dreaming about the house you would like to to build in uh, you know in a, a couple oh. of years and then you start uh, remembering that there is something called corona and you start to look what's my life purpose really before i before i kick the bucket what would i like to do this is you move through these horizons of focus automatically all 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 time and to have the mapped out written down is important to make sure that you are are focusing on the right things. What, what, what is your take on this? Uh, Would Mm. you, would you recommend the same thing?
1: Yeah, that's certainly a great, uh, great place to start. And um, I recognise this also from from myself. Uh, before the summer break, uh, I had um, you know too many things going on, and it's uh, it's, it's been a balance for me uh, really for for several years now to try to figure out what the right level of work for me is in order to be optimally productive. So certainly the horizons of focus will will help. And I think in general being clear about your work um, um, that's that's the that's the starting point. That can be the 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 big picture stuff and it can be, you know, all the way down to projects and, and next actions. Um, exactly. And that's a lot of where I would be be looking as well. Yeah. So I've uh, really been trying to figure out what the right number is for me and or not the number because that would be a wrong way to, to approach it because there is no right number of, of projects. It really uh, continues to to really interest me when I see so many different GTD systems and how many uh, projects that people like to have and how we differ in how detailed we want to get. That that overview from a project's level. So I continually adjust and try to figure out the right uh, place for me to be at. Uh, So evaluating, really understanding the projects that you're working on. Uh, really seeing what do they entail how complex are they how much work is there in each of them because you know some will be more busy at some times and then there might be a a summer break or maybe you've done your uh, part of the deliverables and now the the project is dependent on someone else so it's still Mm -hmm. an active project for you but maybe it's uh, it's sort of on pause so even you know just looking at that projects list really requires you to uh, be good at doing those weekly reviews and really understanding what your current work is uh, in order for you to understand your your workload um, and then regarding saying no uh, to more tasks well that then comes back to of course having that overview uh, being able to communicate to say yes I would love to take that on but then sitting down and aligning with the people that delegate tasks, delegate projects to you, saying, okay, well, I have this number of projects going on right now. I'd love to to take on that new project that you're mentioning, but then help me figure out which of these uh, 35 can yeah. we put then five on pause? Can we delegate to someone else? Can we communicate that, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll hold these now for six months because I'm going to do something else. Um, so so really looking at that work, understanding it, getting that overview um, and, and then aligning with your boss or whoever is, is sending those has to you to figure out yeah. what the right work level workload is for, for you right
0: now. Yeah. I've, I've read a, a definition of, of negative stress, uh, which I like, this explains uh, quite well what overwhelm and stress is, is that when your expectations and other people's expectations of what you're supposed to do exceeds your um. Capability of delivering on these expectations. When if you have too mm. much uh, expectations, you cannot deliver on. That tends to lead to negative stress, and and to renegotiate your commitments, uh, your with you and with everybody else around you is is the key to understanding and and avoiding uh, overwhelm and stress so the the, what gtd does for you as a as a practitioner of gtd is that it helps you uh, renegotiate all your commitments so that you don't feel overwhelmed because you you are uh, you are um, engaging in what is most important to you and and I, i let's i just want to turn the topic a little because i i meet a lot of people when i do my coaching and when we are doing seminars that people are time optimists. They're not time realists. So they think, ah, well, this task Hmm. will only take five minutes and I start and then 50 minutes after I wake up and say, what happened? (laughs) um, So, so time realism is, is important, don't you think?
1: Mm, absolutely absolutely I recognize that as well and it can can come from many places you know that individual task can can simply be longer than you thought so really thinking through that next action uh, figuring out what it is can you actually answer that email in two minutes well I need to research some things or look into some things or I need to to, to do to, to uh, you know um, yeah talk to someone else about how to move forward on this task uh, well that's that's probably then not a two-minute action um, or you keep on getting interrupted so that's that will make sure that the task takes longer because you have different rabbit holes that you then have to, to, to run through to, to find your way back. And suddenly you're working on five different things at once and, and, and everything takes longer than it, it would have done otherwise. So really being aware of that, I, I can certainly recognize that as well.
0: Another trick that I think is important to avoid overwhelm overloading is to do time blocking. Uh, this is a concept, I don't know if this is the appropriate English words for this, but um, uh, I I will fill the, the the words with some context to see if it's appropriate. But when I talk about time blocking, it's like, let's say I need to do... Um, to work on a project. I can then put put aside, set aside, um, for instance, an hour. Tomorrow, I set aside an hour to to work on a project. And I will work and do next actions as they show up when I do my project. I don't need to define all next action, but the first f- to get me started. And I note that in the calendar, and then I work in time blocking. Then I set when the alarm goes off, I'm finished uh, this. Um, my project work, I will stop, I will make a new next action that I will pick up next time I want to work with this. And this is of course only, uh, appropriate, uh, if you can work on a project alone without other people for some time, but time blocking works for me. That have you tried that, uh, Lars?
1: Yes, yes. So I, I will, will do that sometime as well. I, I, I rarely do it, but, but sometimes I will do it as well. But I think that leads us very nicely into the, uh, the next question because that is actually relating to a, a very booked calendar. Maybe maybe too much time blocking. Um, let Let's see. Um, mm-hmm. The question was from uh, Jonas on the uh, Facebook uh, forum that we we have in uh, for the for the Danish speaking um And his, his uh, I, I quickly translated his post and. The question was um, really headlined, um, I never get to look at my next actions. So, he said, I work as a full-time software developer, Uh, I'm a dad, my wife works full-time, my tasks are very much planned with my team uh, assigned using our internal platforms, which makes GCD something I do sort of in my spare time, uh, less so at at work. Because everything uh, is planned or becomes planned during my weekly review. So before I know it, my calendar is full and I never get to look at my next actions. Mm -hmm. This means that I hesitate to create next actions because I don't know when I get to look at them and then I have to plan them to make sure they get done, so this is sort of a spiral that, that I never seem to get out of. Are anyone else familiar with this, and do you have any suggestions? Um, I'm doing my weekly review now, and I'm procrastinating on it by writing this post. <laughs> so <laughs> I thought that was pretty pretty funny. Yeah. Um, the answer is yes, would... Jonas. Yes, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So how would you respond to, to Jonas on this question?
0: No, well, we, we talk uh, in uh, our courses and uh, the book said, talked about tri- tri- trifold nature of work, where you can either plan your work, do your planned work or do work as it shows up, ad hoc work. Hmm. And um, he is hesitant, hesitant of planning the work because he don't know if he can do the planned work, like execute on them. And this is, uh, of course, it's not a good good place to be. But but if you look at how much time do you actually, do, for instance, if he is served by his management or his team, a set of tasks he should execute on, and that's doing planned work that's planned for him. Uh, and there, if there is no time for 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 um, uh, you know doing uh, his own work, his own next actions. Maybe he is appropriately engaged with his work. But it doesn't sound like that. So David Allen talked about how to get appropriately engaged with your work in life and he says you need to slow down to speed up. You need to really slow down and and um focus on on making sure that you are what what he talk about when he's talking about being appropriately engaged is that you have to get in touch with what's important for you, for your uh, your boss for your uh, company for your, for uh, for you personally with the horizon's of focus and back to th- this again just look <laughs> revert to horizon's of focus to make sure you're doing the right things and um, and I also think about some things will just show up for you the trash is full it needs to be emptied you empty the trash your boss will remind you of something uh, or tell you you need to do this, and you just do that. And then you will uh, have your life partner sh- telling you, well, this needs to be done, and you, you just do them. Not everything needs to be recorded. Everything that's kind of on on track or the most appropriate thing in the moment to do, you just do. You don't have to record them. But that's not exactly what he it, it talks about. It's, it feels like, he, I, I have a feeling he has is a little overcommitted himself. What do you think? Loris <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah that, that can certainly be the case. Um, so I can also recognize this. And, you know, sometimes my my calendar will really fill up uh, as deadlines approaches. You know, these, um, it can really feel like I'm just doing whatever that, that smarter version of me uh, had planned out or in, in Yunus's case, um, all the, the stuff that was planned with his team. Um, and like you say, you know, it, it, it could be the right things uh, to do. And that that's really the question. Is he doing the right things? Because
0: mm.
1: if those are the right things, then that's, that's probably probably on a good path. Mm. Um, But But how how can uh, I I know this?
0: How can you know this? Yeah,
1: exactly. So you need to reflect on whether these are the right things that you're doing. Mm. So I would certainly, maybe as a part of a weekly review, reflect on whether you did the right things. So uh, Mm. what did you get done this week? What's still on your to-do list? Um, Because it can really be that you did the right things. but. I would expect, and I guess this is where Jonas is, is that it becomes a challenge. For example, for for unplanned work when that shows up, because yeah. the full calendar would not allow you to, um, to to manage that uh, unplanned work, or it could be mm-hmm. a challenge to manage at least. Um, so so I don't know what it's like in in Norway, but when I when I talk to seminar participants and they evaluate how much unplanned work there is in their life, they would be. Normally around 30-70%. So really can be a lot of their life that is, that is unplanned. And I suspect that Jonas might be a, in a better place if he's in a stable software development team. Um, they can really, uh, if, it's, if it's going well, then, then a lot of that unplanned work can be handled by project managers and others that are sort of setting up a defense perimeter to, to shield uh, developers. So they can yeah. really dive into those tasks and work through them. Um, mm. but, but there will always be unplanned work. Uh, you know, he's said dad, I think of, of, uh, two, two, two kids, uh, for example, yeah. uh, and of course at work, there will be, be stuff that shows up. So, so how do you then manage that if you don't have room in your calendar? Mm. Um, so we need to get some space in there. Yeah. Uh, so the question is, are, are you as productive as you can be, or, or do you really have too much work? So that, that kind of mm. comes back to the first question again, saying no to work, which then again requires that overview that you will get with a more clear idea of all of the horizons of, of focus. So I would yeah. say look into what the, the root cause is, um, is mm. a good starting point.
0: Yeah, then we also, we, I see that some of um, our clients find um, the level two seminars very um, helpful when trying to map mm. out their projects and their areas of responsibility. Uh, just because it helps you you take a step back, you use one day to, to, to get an overview of what I actually have I committed to uh, on work and at home to, to do and what, what is my areas of responsibility really. So, and, yeah. and, and, and that is really a helpful tool to take back to your boss or your spouse and say, well, really this is, this is uh, too much or this is uh, appropriate or, you know, to get properly engaged, you have to take a step back. And you have mm. to reflect on what have I committed to? What is my engagements here? Um, what have I? What are my responsibilities? Um, and and to say no, but you can't say no if you don't know what you have um, you know committed to. What is my responsibility? So, but once you have your responsibilities mapped out, it's easier to use what I. I don't know if I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I have this button um it's on the desk uh, some some of my clients get one of these when they if they <laughs> <laughs> have i talked about I this know before which one.
1: Uh, well, you mentioned it to me i don't think you mentioned yeah. it
0: on the podcast no and it's it's in front of me now and if it's, it's a you know it's like uh, you you've seen this nuclear buttons where you you, you, you know you but it's big and it's red and it's um it says no with an exclamation mark and if i push that now you will understand what this button does. It helps you say to whatever you need to say (laughs) to. And uh, if you need to say more, it changes. And uh, tone and voice, and and I find this uh, interesting For, for everybody who can say no to something when they are in the right to say no to something will say yes to more of the right things. Yeah. Which is key here, you have to say yes to the right things and no to the right things. And to know what is the right things, you need to take a step up the ladder of horizons of focus, figuring out what am I really responsible for here?
1: Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So. And also, one thing I would add is that, you know, if, if everything is planned out already, you don't get to make those decisions on your own. That really, um, you know, changes how you engage with your work. Because if it's that smart version of yourself that had done all the planned stuff, so you just have to do what that smart version of yourself told you, then, uh, then it really, uh, I, I've heard that from several people that, you know, there's um, a small part of you that really appreciates when you get to look at a list and pick from that list rather than having Something spelled out to you that you have to do this now.
0: Yeah, you're not you're not at liberty to choose. Somebody chose for you, and you feel exactly, and that
1: means that yeah, you don't be you won't be able, for example, to take your energy levels into account. So, especially as a software developer, again, if you're really you have some difficult, challenging tasks that you have to get done, um, you really want to be as, as sharp as you can possibly be. So, if you can structure your your list of tasks so that you get some of, let's say, your you know most uh, clear and ready in the morning, then then put the, the heavy ones in the morning and and put the the zombie ones uh, at the end of the day instead. So you can mm. uh, that 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 if that's not in that planning, then that could be a, a big improvement as well in in, mm. in the productivity.
0: Yes, indeed. Um, I don't know if we've uh, emptied our knowledge box for these two topics. Uh, we are getting close to, um, uh, 12, we're past 20 minutes now. Um, are you ready to make a wrap up or do you have some additional mm-hmm. comments
1: no i think we we covered it and uh it, so just uh, thanks again to both uh, Kenneth and and jonas uh for for their questions um uh, and hopefully this was beneficial for for those of you listening and then hopefully you can take some of this with you and um, become even more productive in, in your lives
0: yeah and, and please people send us something we like listeners questions um, mm-hmm. Uh, podcast at gtdnordic.dk uh, is the address, and uh, you will find it in the show notes. So-
1: mm-hmm. Yes, so they can find it there and. You can find more information as well about GCD at gcdnordic.com. For those of you in the Nordic region, you can find all of the country websites there with all of the articles, all of the seminars that we're delivering, especially the virtual ones in these days are really becoming popular. You'll find links to the Facebook groups, GCD groups on, on LinkedIn, the meetup groups, etc. Um, and as mentioned, we really hope that you find these episodes valuable. Um, and if you do, we really appreciate those of you who um, share the podcast or, or rate rate us on iTunes. That really helps us uh, um, get out to more people that can then benefit from learning GTD.
0: Indeed. And um, thank you for listening. And uh, until next time, be productive and uh, stay safe. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone.